good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Gunnerstown Pub. Hope you are well, wherever in the world you might be. Um, hope you enjoyed the last uh, 90 odd minutes or so, which we're going to dissect. Your comments are welcome on the right hand side. Let me welcome the cohorts and the alcohol, which is uh, clearly flowing somewhere. We'll start then in the top left hand corner. It is Paul the Passionate. How are you, Paul? Hi, Olaf. Um, bits of me are fine, thanks. The whiskey are, is helping the rest. I see you doing it uh, on the rocks tonight, eh? No, no uh, fishbowl tonight. Mm -mm. No, I've gone for a 17-year-old um, Balvenie, which I think is about... Yeah, this, this, this was during the Invincibles era. Do you remember them? They used to play good football and score goals and, and win oh, games. Oh, those guys that used to play at Highbury, those ones. Okay. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> All right. Then we have on the top right-hand side, we have Mark the Magnificent. Good evening, Mark. <laughs> hey, Tunola. <laughs> I've been called that in a while. Yeah, thanks for Ever. Like, yeah, Ever, uh, yeah. Oh, we haven't even got to Gav yet, who's bottom left. Good evening, Gav, the glorious. How are you doing? Uh, I'm just... I'm a bit relieved you didn't say Gav the gormless, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Mark, are you but, Mark and Gav, are you guys drinking this evening? Uh, it's the traditional start to the, uh, the first question on the pub. Uh... I'm not, mate, no, because if I started drinking, I probably wouldn't stop until the next bank holiday after the last two fucking games. Okay, excellent. And I'm having a quiet Guinness, just uh, out of interest, because I've got work tomorrow. So, um, welcome, welcome. Um, and we've got Paul, who's going to be doing all of the uh, controlling and producing uh, remotely, from, and, and this is the beauty of where we are today. Please do leave your comments on the right-hand side, and uh, Paul will put them up um, as and, and when we go along. So, gentlemen, shall we start? Um, let's do the, the hot take. We'll start in reverse order. Gav, what was your hot take on, on the game as a whole? Uh, we're basically shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, drink, we, I'll drink to that. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I've run out of decent Italian beer, so I'm back to Foster's and... The, uh, the backup case of Carlsberg that sits in the corner when I run out of everything else. Uh, no, it was just it was just one of those. We had enough chances to win that game three or four one, but we're not taking our chances. And then you don't take your chances, you're going to get punished. And it's almost like the story of watching Arsenal for the last twenty years, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, we're creating enough chances. We don't take our chances. We get punished. We all have a moan up, but. Simply, the, the first, well, I don't know, what can you say, 60, 70, 80 minutes, we weren't sharp enough, we weren't quick enough, we weren't decisive enough, we weren't taking our chances. It, it was a bit bit of a shit show, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. A bit. I'm, a bit. bit. Oh, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be <laughs> nice and positive. <laughs> well, yeah, early, early in the show because we've still got uh, still got quite a few things to talk about. But I think we'll get into the tactics in a in a second or so, Gab, and then uh, maybe some yeah, insight would be great. Mark, your hot take. Wrong lineup. Uh, basically, I think uh, I just I I don't understand. He picks a team. And he obviously believes that's the best team that he, he wants to start with. And then they come out and they look like they're having a training session at Colney and it's not a European competition quarterfinal, you know. I, I don't... I don't there, there are so many worrying things going on 
at the moment. And when you consider that this is our best chance of saving our season and getting, you know, getting into the Champions League, which like, it wouldn't be a lot of point being in it, to be fair. We'd get tonked when you look at some of the football played in it. Um, but we need that money uh, and it's our best chance. But he just does not seem to be able to get that team firing. Um, and you add that to, to him picking the wrong side. That's I just I really, I really do not understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, uh, uh, the sense of urgency, as an example, was absolutely lacking from the get-go. Um, and and you and you go if it's the and and uh, and as as the uh, Arteta said, you know, he said uh, this is the biggest game of the bloody season. And and if you, uh, let me let me let me leave Paul to uh, give his hot take for us. Um, my hot take was, you know, I haven't watched a team that seems so inept. Um, an Arsenal team that just seems so incapable of converting chances of making the right move at the right time, uh, running, you know, making the run when it's necessary, doing, putting in the right cross. It's just, um, it's just ineptness kind of personified. And um, even when we got the goal, which was a huge relief because we should have been, you know, a couple more up. The first thing I tweeted was like, okay, now all we've got to do is hang on to it, you know, for four fucking minutes. And my hot take is that we can't even do that. And it's just, it's beyond me. It's just, um, yeah, it's beyond me. This, this team just, I mean, you don't, you don't know where goals are going to come from. And when they do, you're super fucking grateful. But you just know that there's going to be some ass twattery that's going to go on at the back. And, and we're just going to shoot ourselves in the foot and make, make our lives more difficult. That's my hot yeah, take. Yeah, I, I made a note in the, during the game. Uh, Orbino uh, tweeted um, and said that... Uh, uh, we hadn't scored in four hours and 11 minutes. This was by the end of half time. Four hours and 11 minutes uh, playing at the Emirates Stadium. And even when we did score, it was almost virtually at the end of the game, you know, with the five minutes left to go. Um, do, you think that's, uh, do you think that's a big problem as well, Gav? Yeah, they're just not firing. It's as simple as that. You know, it's a lack, is it a lack of confidence. I mean, Lacazette's one-on-one was just completely lapsedaisical. It was almost like he didn't care whether he scored or not. And it, it's just ridiculous. And, that, yeah, there was a couple of opportunities as well in the first half where the ball was fizzed across. And no one wants to get their head in there. No one wants to put their foot in there. And it just seems like we've got almost like a lack of passion at times. And the three lads that come on towards the end, look, yeah, we started like looking like, you know, there was a bit of enthusiasm. There was fast though, etc. And yeah, we did get the goal, but they can be just as guilty as that, and they have been just as guilty of that all season as well. So, what what does Arteta do? I really don't know what he does because I mean, you know, Abangyang looks brilliant for the last you know ten minutes, but if he'd started the game, he probably would have been exactly the same as Lacazette. So I, I don't understand what what, what he's got, what Arteta's got to do here, really. He's almost got a blessing of gifts to choose from and they're all letting him down sometimes in the same game, sometimes every other game. It's There's just no consistency of sharpness in our front players. Mark, do you think we had, do you think there's any highlight in the game that you'd like to uh, point out? <laughs> no. Good luck. I, I, I mean, 
I'm I'm struggling. I'm, if you, you you work your way through the team, I mean, there are various reasons why some players didn't, you know, weren't in the game as much as others, possibly, you know. But uh, there were some nice touches from some Smith Rowe, but he wasn't in the game a lot. I think the huge miss tonight was Erdegaard. I think we uh-huh. really really missed him. Um, he is so key in in that position where he plays to to keeping us moving, to keeping us ticking over. Uh, and you could see that Liverpool um, made. Uh, uh, made sure. Did he play against Liverpool? I think mm-hmm. they, they they just swamped him. They knew they knew swamp him and Arsenal were going to be in trouble. And without him again tonight, like we um, we, we we just really struggled. Um, you know, Saka had some good 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 touches, and then he his final pass would be poor. I mean, the chance he missed was poor. There's I, d- I don't you cannot you cannot. There are so many things about that performance that are wrong that I can't. I can't come up with a highlight. I'm, I'd be clutching. I'd be clutching. You, you know, you, you probably need to find some other podcast, like one who said like, there was something great about the Liverpool game. Yeah, they, they, but go and speak to them about highlight because there fucking wasn't a highlight tonight. That is so poor. I, I cannot... Oh, mate, I'm so pissed off and this is me being calm. And, and you... Can you highlight one, Paul? Yeah, I think... Um, Look, I'm not a huge Pepe fan, but I thought he did well in his goal. I'm going to give him that. I think he, you know, um, I think he showed pace and, and kind of composure and it was a, a neat little chip and we needed it. And it should have been a fucking, it should have been a winning goal and put us in the pound seats for the return. Um, but what happened after that wasn't his fault. So my highlight is Pepe actually producing producing the goods for a change. By the way, the ball did uh, come off his thigh, which then uh, was deflected, and that's where their uh, player came in and uh, and scored, by the way, at the end. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Gav, come on, give us a highlight. Some, you've got to find one somewhere other than the Colesburg. Well, uh, no, still, I'm still on the Fosters, unfortunately. Uh, a highlight. I like the fact that Gabriel, every now and then, just hoofs it. That was that's my only highlight. Look, I'm watching Gabriel, and he can play it nicely, he can play it short, and blah blah blah. But he's beginning to learn just to fucking hoof it. So except, I enjoy when we needed him to at the end. Well, yeah, yeah. and, and I guess the other point. I guess the other I guess the other highlight is Pepe knows now where to be when we're taking a corner to do a cheeky flick on. That's another good highlight. Yeah. Okay. And then I suppose the diametrically opposite part, and uh, um, I, we'll start with you again, Gav. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> you're only allowed to mention one, not <laughs> not multiple. So a low light, if you'd be so kind, before we go to Paul and Mark. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. I'm trying to think who they're going to pick, so I pick them instead <laughs> of that, that they do. Uh, no pressure. No pressure. No. Well, I mean, the, the obvious one is William is just a complete pile of shit. Uh, but again, I think the low, uh, the low, the low light really is the fact that we should have started Saka down the left and Pepe down the right, and William should have just sat his ass on the bench all game. So that's my that's my low light about the game. I think it would have been a lot lot better if we had a a left footer, especially Saka uh, on the left hand side and Pepe on the right. So I'm kind of blaming. I don't like to blame Arteta because he's really got to thank this task with some of the shit players we've got in our squad. Uh, but, yeah, 
that's where I am. Paul? Um, I think the low light for me is is the fact that we just, I don't know where the goals are coming from. I mean, we talk about getting rid of Aubameyang and Lacazette and everybody who get rid of those people. You know, like, I think we'd be like a 10 goal a season kind of team because, you know, um, as promising as people like Saka and Smith-Rowe and even Martinelli, I mean, he's had that one great goal against Chelsea, but he's, it's a bit of a one-hit wonder. I mean, we're kind of hanging on to that, to be honest. My low light is that I'm looking at an Arsenal team that was, it just doesn't look like it's it's got goals in it. And that's hard to watch because you kind of wonder when they're going to when they're going to come and when they do, if we can defend them. That's my and We have a history of scoring from midfield, but you, you can almost uh, rattle off. No, no. <laughs> what goal comes from midfield anymore? Mark, your low yeah. light? Uh, unfortunately, it's Mikel Arteta. Um, okay. Gav says, Gav says, you know, he, he doesn't blame him because he's got some shit players and that. Well, yeah, he has got some shit players, but he's he's the one who's uh, decided that the, 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 the Hills... The seven hills that he's going to die on in Rome, like one of them is is um, is Willian. You know, you why why would you pick Willian for that game tonight? You know why why would you why would you pick Willian for that game tonight? Right? No, no, no there are other players. He cannot. His substitutions are dire. They are too late, and he shouldn't need to be making them because those players should be on the pitch already starting. And he, he cannot seem to motivate this team to get them to start. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, what he's going to say tonight, you know, or if one of the players is, if, if some crap is going to be said about, yeah, we didn't put the game, you know, we didn't respect the game plan or whatever. Well, you know, there, there comes a point where you have to start thinking, well, are they, is this, a, this again is another manager that the, the majority of these players are not listening to. So I, I'm, I'm sorry to say my low light is Arteta, and the things that are going wrong that he is responsible for. That then brings us to where uh, we always at this point also talk about the, the, the starting lineup and whatever. Mark, I think then uh, you must have, uh, going on from your highlight, then it, it, you must be, it must have been immensely uh, demotivated by the starting lineup that you saw. Do you know what? I've, I've made a habit now of I don't, I don't even bother looking at Twitter. In, in like that hour before the game from when the team news comes out because you know the the melt the, the, the usual meltdown that you get will, will, is just it just doesn't bode well for when you want to start and watch the game in a good place so I just basically yeah. turn on about five minutes before and see and I mean you can see the team he's picked you think okay well you know he, he, he must be learning he must be not not going to make the same mistakes so there must be a reason why he's picked Willian you know he must be tearing it up in training on that left hand side and this is going to work and then it doesn't, you know. So, um, other than that, you sort of look around until you think Party and Xhaka, yeah, that's who you want in the midfield. Uh, up top, I personally, I would rather play Aubameyang at centre forward than Lacazette. Uh, and I would have probably switched um, switched Saka and, and uh, onto the left hand uh, onto the. I kept Saka on the right hand side and played Pepe on the left, and then Smith Rowe in in the ten and that. Defence, we're kind of like, we've got so many centre-backs and most of them are shit. Uh, and the decision not to get a left-back up, back up in 
uh, in January is just going to come back and haunt us because we're faced with playing Cedric there or one of the other right-footed right-backs we've got or dropping Saka back there. So, yeah. um, you know, the line-up, what, what, yeah, I don't know. I really, I just don't understand. Gav, uh, a bit of your tactical nafs with the lineup. Any comments? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I, I just don't understand William on the pitch full stop. Uh, I would have probably, as weird as this sounds, probably started Saka on the bench uh, and gone with Pepe, you know, Pepe right, and even a you know, even a Bangyang down the left. Anybody but Willian. Uh But the problem we had is the first half we were so so dominant down our right hand side, and we had nothing down the left hand side. And every time Cedric got, got forwards, he had to cut back. And sometimes it went right the way back to the halfway line. So we needed a, someone who can whip the ball in with a left foot on the left side of the pitch. And it weren't Cedric and it weren't William. So, I mean, even Martinelli starting in, in that position. And then yeah. as the game got as the game got desperate, then you bring Saka on. Then you could perhaps bring Saka on as a, a almost a left wing back and have Xhaka sort of drop back and cover that position. So it didn't really give him options to make what could have been a, a 60th minute killer substitution, which slightly changes the format of the game. But again, like I say, you can only go down to the fact that the players that he brought on with the last 10 minutes done him justice, but they were the players the game before who stunk the place out. So it's yeah. almost like the players are, are taking it in turns to have an absolute stinker. And that's that's the worrying thing, really. Because, you know, he shows, you know, the players came on, came on, were motivated and did get us the goal. But, what? you know, they, they were the same players who started against Liverpool and had a stinker. So what, what, what what's he supposed to do? I don't know. We just have, we the, the, main, the main thing is, is we've got too many players that sadly ain't fucking good enough. And, and that, that's that's the bottom line, unfortunately. Yeah. And also the issue, I think, that uh, it, it seems, even if you're an outsider as a non-Arsenal fan, it looks as if we're cruising through the season. Uh, the, 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 the lack of effort and determination, um, and then ultimately, too, which is quite important for us as fans, you know, the, the lack of pride almost, uh, that comes across even on TV screens when we're not in the stadium. What do you make of the substitutes and the substitutions, uh, Paul? Um, well, just to just to go back to the lineup thing. I mean, you and I spoke before the game started. Yeah. And you know, I looked at the team that we had, and you know, I had questions. Willian, the obvious question. I wondered why Martinelli wasn't getting a chance if Aubameyang wasn't going to be starting. You know, I wondered all sorts of things. I thought there there were maybe other ways to incorporate Saka and not have Cedric. You know, to give give us some attack and you know maybe Pepe and Saka Saka in one of the the attacking like um, left back role or something. Um, but when I looked at the team, I thought you know this team should be able to beat um, you know Slavia Prague or Sparta Prague as you call them um, every now and then. Um, Thanks. Sorry, I had to get that. No, but you know, and I think um, I think you know with William hitting the post um, with Lacazette hitting the post. Things could have been very different. I think we could have, with that shitty starting lineup, we could have been 2 0 up, brought the other guys in, cruised against Sheffield, maybe not have to bring them in. You know what I mean? So it's, 
it's it's once again i think i'm just trying to look at a positive here is that i think that there are small margins um you know it's, it's kind of um it's yeah it's make or break it's down to little little things you know that can really fuck up a game and 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 turn everything on its head but you know if, if either of those two chances had gone in it might have been different and um you know so I it seems like so i mean I mean, sorry to sorry to butt in, and I don't want this to turn into the hate Williams show, right? Mm-hmm. But there was plenty of times in the first half where we're trying to press, and he's not pressing. Everybody's going forwards to press, and he's not, and then they're coming out on us. And but I, Pepe I honestly, does the same I, thing, Kev. I I honestly I honestly think Williams is one of. It, I just think he, a I don't think he's I think he's past it as a footballer, and b I just think he's stupid. I just think he just cannot follow basic instructions on, you know, because I say when you see everybody press and he's hanging back. I mean, I mean, how many times has Arteta actually sat him down and told him, look, you know, you press as a unit and he he just can't do it. He just can't fucking do it. The fellas are fucking useless. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, I mean, uh, um, but Pepe isn't the greatest defender either, although... In the last uh, three, four games, I think he he certainly has pushed up his energy levels in in regards to pressing. Um, but again, in my view, I think you know when I saw the lineup, I thought mm, the lineup was pretty good, um, and they could do it. And I almost thought it was a slightly more let's call it macho uh, lineup, as I commented to Paul. You know, with somebody like uh, Lacazette on on the pitch in case Slavia were going to do one of their uh, racist things or, or pick on a Saka or whatever else. You know, a Lacazette most probably would get more in your face than um, an Aubameyang would uh, with anybody trying to cause trouble with teammates. Um, substitutes. Uh, did you think we left it too late, Mark? Yeah, yeah obviously. It's far too late. Yeah. He can make five subs and he, he leaves it till the 73rd minute to, to, to make the first one. When, when really, to be honest, you could have picked any, any of those players and said, you know what? You're not playing well. Get off. So I don't understand why it takes him. Maybe that's what confused him. Maybe the number of players that are playing shit confused the fuck out of Arteta. He doesn't know who to take off when he's only got five because he could have taken the whole team off. I don't know. But they were too late. Uh, I mean, eventually he got he, he got the, you know the, the the right man playing centre forward. He got the right man sort of playing uh, on the left wing, and he, he got another player playing right wing. They were a good three to bring on, and we looked a bit more urgent. Um, I mean, but I mean, I, you know, what, what is what is going on? I mean, like even party, even parties. He's like he's he's not the player that we no. saw. You know, we saw him play away at Man United, uh, and and we thought, mm. you know, bloody hell, we've got the new Paddy here. But uh, we should have known because even in that game, El Nenny had a, a stormer and looked brilliant. So we should have realised it was just a one-off. But party is just going backwards, you know. I don't know what, what, what it is, whether he just doesn't like the league or he's not happy but or he's not fit. I mean, he's blown out of his arse after 75 minutes most games. Some, I mean, I, I was watching him closely tonight, especially because we've discussed him a few times. Um, and, and one of my observations, right or wrong, is the fact that he's got great ball skills. But, but, the, but, but the amount of times that he ends up losing the ball once he's utilised those skills then puts us under so much incredible pressure and then we're all backtracking again. Yeah, it um, does the hard work and then fucks it up, right? What do you, th- yeah. what do you think? What do you think, Gav? What, with regards to the substitutions? 
Yeah, and, uh, and, and, well, and, the pet, and the petty comment, or the party comment. Yeah, well, like I say, I mean, he's nowhere near Vieira, let's be honest. He, you know, I would, he, he shouldn't even be talking about Vieira in the same breath. He, he couldn't even clean his boots properly. Uh, I mean, he had a couple of passes today, which were like five, ten metres away from the player, uh, which is an absolute disgrace at that sort of level. The one, and the, there was uh, one that, that went right out. Uh, he kicked it right across the yeah. across the field to, to where the coaches were. Yeah, I know. There was nobody like with, within about 10 metres of that pass. But again, it's unfair to, to sort of pick on one player apart from Willian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, the substitutions, I mean, the uh, they were just too late. The three substitutions that he brought on he should have done them around 65 minutes. And then we could have had a chance of scoring two, maybe three goals. And again, it's just going back to what I said previously. We've got players that will play an absolute blinder one game or come on as a sub and look absolutely brilliant. And then the next game, they'll be shit. And then the players that were poor the game before will come on and look good. There's no real consistency, urgency, or it's almost like a lack of sort of pride in some of them and it's almost like they have to have uh Arteta needs to kick them in the bollocks drop them on the bench for them to come on and, and actually have a good game and then when he starts them it's all forgiven and all happy 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 again so yeah, there's, a, th there's a lot of questions with regards to the, the temperament of the players I think yeah, there's a comment. Uh, there's a comment that just came up now from uh, I think it's Gab uh, Tai, if I could pronounce it correctly, um, asking why were Leno and Ober so great and now they're absolute uh, uh, rubbish. What's the common factor? But I think that that inconsistency you can almost level that as a as a comment on the majority of the senior players. You know, they they were they were particularly good, um, and at the moment they they they're not. Um, and and what is the comment? I don't, I, don't, I don't get that. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I I don't. I don't get the slagging off of Leno. I I, I honestly don't get it. Do you know what I mean, he you pulled think... off a couple of good saves tonight, and he, he, he had no chance with with the goal. So yeah. I mean, so, so let's be honest. So we've let him one goal that he had no chance with, and everything else he batted away nicely. He had a couple. There was a couple of decent shots, a couple of good saves. The one he batted onto the onto the post was a very, very good save because that could have been that was that could have gone anywhere. That ball as it came in that fast. So I just don't understand people slagging off Leno. Do you know what I mean? Maybe they're still in love with Martinez. I don't know. Yeah, but this does feel like a defeat, too. Hey? Yeah. Or well, I think because me? we had it. I think I think we'd done everything that mm. we needed to do. You know, to get through in a shit in a really shit fugly manner we'd managed to scrape through and and give ourselves a sniff at a chance you know with them not getting an away goal if we score an away goal there they've got to get three to win you know that's that's even with our you know lackluster defending and our unpredictability at the back them scoring three you know would have been a tough ask and i think we would have yeah. you know made it a lot easier for ourselves so you know it's like this arsenal really has it in their locker to shoot themselves in the fucking in the foot game in game out and that's what gets me you know it's just we you know, consistent how do you, how do you train against that i mean sure surely yeah. you can fucking just defend a lead for four minutes please god you know no, I mean? you can't because it's about it's about mentality 
Yeah, it's about mentality because if you're not if you're not a strong character, you panic. And once you start to panic, that spreads amongst the rest of the team. And then anything can happen. And that's what, what, what happens with us. Anything can happen. Anything can go wrong. You know, and, and, and you know and what, the other thing as well, it's a decent corner. You know, the guy whips in a decent corner. Mm. You know, we're all, we're, we're all looking at it going, you know, I haven't seen an Arsenal take a corner like that in, in years. It's a decent corner, yeah. causes problems. Cedric fucks up again because he's the wrong side of the geezer and the bloke heads it in. Leno, Leno can't do nothing about that. He's virtually no. over the line before he can even get to it. But th- this team has no chill. It has literally no chill. It has no leaders. It has no composure. It has no calm on the pitch. It is a fucking walking disaster that sometimes pulls its finger out and, and gets the result it needs. But most of the time, sleepwalks through games from one disaster to another. You know, the, you know, the, the you know, brief period... Sorry, Gav, let me just finish this. The brief on. period over Christmas where we did have that resurgence when Smithrow came in and Saka and him were playing really well. Yeah, that was like a, that was another full story. It was months ago, you know, our form yeah. since that little bit finished has gone back to being shit again, you know, and we're, we're kind of scraping through in, in, in Europe. Uh, and now we've got to go out there and get a result, you, you, which we can do. Don't get me wrong. If, if, if he picks the right 11 and they go out and they play anywhere near their levels, they will win that game because they're a better team than Slavia Prague. But that doesn't necessarily mean it will happen because they're also Arsenal players. Mm. Sorry, Gav. No, no, no. Sorry, mate, for butting in. Uh, I was sort of picking up on what you were saying there. We missed Louise. We missed Louise, Mark. So, I mean, he's one of the only ones in the squad, him and Zaka, really, are the only ones in the squad that have got any sort of leadership capabilities. Well, Tierney as well, right, uh, Kev? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, t- t- yeah, I mean, Tierney, but I mean, like I say, you know, we can't, we've got to be looking at getting in, in the summer, a very, very good left back because you can't count on Tierney. Tierney's, Tierney's like, he's played a maximum of nine games on a trot for a, the past probably two or three years. His injury record at Celtic was appalling. It's appalling at ours. I love the fellow. I love the passion. He's probably one of the best left-backs in the country, but he's only you're only going to get, out of 38 league games a year, you're only going to get 20 out of him. So, what's the fucking point? Do you know what I mean? We've got to get another classy left-back in. I'll be honest with you. Like I say, don't get me wrong. He's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. He's, you know... If he was fully, if you if he could keep fully fit all year, then he could probably get into the, I don't know what they call it these days, the, the you know, the Premiership team of the season or even a European team of the season. But he's never ever going to be fit for a full season. I hope I'm wrong, but I ain't often. <laughs> Let's you know, talk about Gav. Sorry, I was just going to say one thing. I left. Yeah, sure. I, 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 it flashed through my mind, you know, about <coughs> TNE maybe being one of you know prim, European left back team of the season. But there was like this niggly little thing in the back of my mind that went eh, eh, two one footed. And when I watch tonight, and when I watch how many times like our game grinds to a halt because it arrives at a player who's it arrives on his shitty foot. You know what I mean? It's like oh. if if a person just had the ability to like you know just make a decent pass with the other foot. 
Like we would be like literally 30% more effective. But every time it arrives at Tierney and it's on the wrong foot or, you know, he's got to turn around to make the pass or Shaka or any single one of those one-footed players, you know, it fucking, it's like watching it. Like if you play golf, if you've ever played golf and you play with somebody who's not a good golfer or they've got like a really long warm-up, you know, practice swing. So, you know, they can't just, you know, get up to the ball and hit it. They've got to measure the gloves and stretch and waggle the arse and, you know, take a practice shot, then go look from behind. And it feels like that when you're watching these one-footed players get the ball and, and have no outlet on their, on their, the outlet is on the good foot and they have to do like a 360 and go play backwards. Like fucking drives me mad. And Tierney, unfortunately, I don't think he'll ever be like a, you know, like a Cole or anybody like that because he just doesn't have that, that two-footed, you know, that, that, that ability to play on both, you know, both feet. Although that goal of the goal of the month, uh, that was a fluke. That, what, the that was that, that was no no no. That was Tierney with his right foot. By the way, when he when he came down the left. Yes, but then, what, it doesn't matter if okay. you do that once every forty thousand. I, yeah. I know, but but I'm trying to I'm trying to bring some fuck. Some do that twice a game, and then I'll start to call you one footed. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like I'm sorry. Even it's not, like the one footedness even, kills me. It kills me really. Even. Even Nigel Winterburn scored with his right foot once. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Mark. Nigel, Nigel Winterburn had the worst right foot it's I've framed. ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I think it was a club oh, foot inside there. It was like, oh, who was, who wants to talk about our goal? No. He scored? <laughs> <laughs> I already <laughs> did. Five minutes before. Five minutes from the end, we did. Yeah, yes. five minutes of all we had to do was defend that goal for five minutes. No, like Can I said, you? I think I think it was Pepe producing what we'd seen him do thirty times a season for Lille. He did once for us, which is great. I'm I'm happy. Um, yeah, that's, he did what like the, Zed could have done. That's the, that's the thing. The thing is, is that is Pepe's strength. We do not play to his strengths. That's the position he's got to be in. And he's never in that position because we take three, four touches a player when one would be good. And going back to yourself where you're pissed off with the fact that we've got too many one-footed players. The problem isn't necessarily that they're one-footed. The problem is the players playing to them are not playing to their correct foot. So it's, it's, it's a mixture of both. It's just a, I just think we've got a lot of, unfortunately, we've got a lot of football players that are completely unintelligent. We've got a lot of football players at our club that just have not got any nous between them. And when they haven't got the nous and they're not at the top skill level, then that's where it keeps going fucking peaks on. No, I, 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 I think that uh, the, that was one of the criteria that uh, the previ- one of our previous managers uh, looked for in players was, was uh, a bit of a brain and a nous. By virtue of the fact that, uh, and 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 I think that that drove a lot of the performances of those years as well, was the fact that people were smart and they weren't maybe as skilled as. I mean, you know, we played some games with the most shocking starting eleven you've ever heard of, you know, um, and embarrassing when you compare it to what's uh, on display currently within the club. And yet, at the same time, they outperformed them uh, in 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 style of play and scoring goals. Um, their goal was very disappointing, though. I mean, the timing was absolutely shocking. Um, the lack of concentration. Um, Mark, you must uh, you must have 
I, I, I would imagine you must have said a word or two to your television screen. Well, it, um, it's lucky it's still be in one piece, to be perfectly honest. Oh. Uh, the laptop, the laptop was lucky and all. Uh, no, I mean it was it was just schoolboyish, you know. There was kind of like a long ball. It ended up with Cedric, and you're thinking, okay, Cedric could maybe like try and knock it, knock it back up the pitch. But no, he 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 went back to Gabriel. At first, I didn't think it was the greatest ball back to Gabriel, but it, it on on second viewing and and having been corrected on on Twitter by Jono, I think it was more a case of uh, Gabriel's first touch was fucking horrendous. You know, it was absolutely horrendous, which meant that the guy was on him and, and all he could do was put it out for a corner, uh, for a throw. And then from the throw came the corner. And then, you know, once you give away a corner in the last minute, anything can happen. And particularly yeah. when, when like, you know, you, you're, you're in that position, you do start panicking. You know, it isn't, it's not Tony Adams and Steve Bold at the back. You know, it's not Ashley Cole and Lauren as fullbacks. Yeah, it's not calm, sensible people. It's fucking headless, clueless, non-intelligent footballers, uh, which is why Martin Erdegaard comes in and Smith Rowe comes in and stand out as head and shoulders uh, and Saka as well because they're intelligent footballers. Was most of the ones yeah. we got are as thick as fucking shit. Yeah? Mm -hmm. like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust yeah. them with looking after my dog. Yeah? Well, mainly because I haven't got one. But I wouldn't trust them with looking after my dog if I had one let alone a 1-0 lead with three minutes to go, because you just know you're going to give them a chance of some sort. You know what I mean? They had a chance mm. uh, shortly before we scored, where uh, Leno, Leno made a decent save yeah. from, uh, from a shot that they had. You know? So, uh, just... I, but, Mark, did you see the... Dreadful goal. Did you see uh, Arteta, even you know, in extra time, just fucking shouting at people, like, get the... What are you doing? Get the ball up that side. You know, like all this fucking around. And I know but that he was is, fr frustrated on the sideline. This, this is where you've got... This is, sorry, this is where you've got that difference between a, a coach like Arteta and a coach like Arsene Wenger. Uh, and this is what Olav was alluding to. That, that team that Wenger built from 98 through to like its perfection, which you say was probably 04 bordering on 06 was a team of intelligent footballers every single one of them mm. were intelligent footballers and they were physically specimens and they were warriors with heart yeah now and Wenger could just let them go and play now unfortunately you know as the years went by Wenger couldn't keep those players and he, he got other intelligent players but they just weren't at the same levels technically or with, or with heart and that so that's why that standard dropped now you've got a coach like Arteta who just seems to be constantly telling them to do things. He's constantly on at them. And it's I'm, you like, know, yeah. yeah. And, and I just it's, think it's like that sometimes the they must just think, let me play the fucking game. Yeah, it is. It's like, has he got, you know, what he needs is some sticks with magnets underneath the pitch where he can like remote control them. You just mm. shut the fuck up, Mikel, and let get some players in who can just play the game and will just play the game of football the way it should be played. Like these other teams that we watch, yeah, where you don't have to see Pep Guardiola or Hansi Flick or Pochettino shouting nonstop at his players, yeah, because he's got good enough players to go out. Here's what I want you to do, go out and they go out and do it. Not fucking but, be on at them for 90 minutes. <clears throat> but it's the same in the business world. It's, mm. it's, it's called micromanagement. And, <coughs> and, and the moment you start micromanaging people, 
the confidence level that that individual or those individuals that you're micromanaging has um, drops immensely. They then have no faith or trust in their uh, uh, in their skill set or in whatever that they do. Um, and and because someone keeps telling me, okay, now move to the left, and then no, no, now do this, and then at, at the end of the day, as we were as you were saying, um, it's like moving puppets around, and 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 that's and I think that. Um, we don't talk about that enough. I, I think both the press as well as the fans about how that kind of micromanagement scenario has a massive impact on people's uh, belief in themselves on the pitch when they play. It's because um, it's it's they're fucking stupid. Oh, it's because they're fucking stupid. They need constant yeah. reminding. They need constant reminding of where they have to be. They, have, they need constant reminding of the tactics and their positioning. And there's very, very few of them that don't need that. I mean, Zaka is probably the only one who manages to be where he's supposed to be all the time. And it, that's that's the problem. And obviously, the fact that you know, I mean, I watched the, I watched the game without the canned noise because I like to hear the shouting and screaming. Yeah, no choice. Well, you do. You put the canned noise on, or you turn it off. I mean. Obviously, I don't, we, we, we have to hear that shit. And even the can noise sound bored tonight. There was no canned noise for the Europa League this year. <laughs> well, that's why they sounded bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could actually I mean, hear screaming. I mean, I mean, when that woman was commentating in the group stages, I mean, she was appalling. So sometimes... She was almost as bad as that woman who sat next to the microphone in the Champions League games. It sounded like a headless chicken. Do you remember her? Like, like two or three... Ah! Like she was so loud, like all the commentator. Oh, I don't know who don't, that was. Yeah. Do you remember her? Oh my fuck! Uh, I, I remember. Well, I remember there used to be someone they used to call the Highbury Screamer. That's who her. Went, that, yeah. When the away team scored, you'd hear ah. Yeah, that was. Uh, she actually, she actually done some. Uh, she was actually on Sky or BT. They tracked her down. It was. Uh, oh, uh, and like I say, she just said she just couldn't control it. She always screamed when someone scored against her, and her seat was right by the microphone. Yeah. But she yeah, so, no, she I mean, sounds like she worked at Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't look but like you know, she did. Uh, you know, talking about the stupidity factor, though, I must just say, I mean, like, yes, Arteta micromanages and all that stuff, but like, I couldn't help thinking during the game that both Saka and Cedric you know, got to the byline and put in cross after cross after cross at like 100 miles an hour at like seven foot two across the box, you know, where there was n nobody in our team. Firstly, we've got like the probably the worst headed headering team in in, in the league, I, I reckon. Like we, we either wait for the ball to bounce and when we header it, it never goes to one of our own players. We can't fucking score, but we're definitely not going to score off a cross that comes in at like 100 miles an hour at seven feet above the ground. Put it put it along the floor, and anybody can score. The, their defenders could score running back. Our you know our strikers could get get a chance, and that kind of stupidity just gets me. It's like, why would you do that? You know, I was, and why would was, you do it ten times? Sorry, no yeah. problem. I was supposed to uh, uh, maybe come up with a quiz tonight, so uh, I, I was going <laughs> to do something fun. Yeah, I did. I did all the work. I kind of you, I wanted each of you to name one player in rotation. Um, in their team. However, we're going to leave that because um, I think that uh, what we should rather focus on then is the rapid, um, the rapid fire ratings of the players. Um, can we start with you, Mark? 
uh, go through, uh, uh, give um, give a rating to all and sundry, all, all and sundry, all of them. Yeah, all of them. It's, it's easy, easy, Mark. You just go just, four. Well, okay, three. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd basically say they were they were they were literally they were all they were all shit. They're all shit. They're shit. Yeah, shit players, shit attitude, shit. I don't. I can't. I can't. I'm not giving them ratings. <laughs> no, they don't even deserve a rating. Ask someone else. Junk status. There's the rating. <laughs> basically. There you okay. go. I love that was quick. That was that rapid was fire. Okay. That was rapid fire. Gavin Thank didn't even open his mouth. <laughs> no, I mean, at half, to- at half time, I, I put my, my status up at half time to say that that was a solid five out of ten. And they wow. got the five and they got they all got they all got the five for the fact it was a clean sheet. Now, bearing in mind, we scored, but they scored. I think across the board, it's a two point five. So I yeah, think it's across the ball from me, it's a, it's a, it's a two point a two point five. Oh, apart that's from Willian, Willian can have Willian. It's a two point four. <laughs> no, he can he can actually have he can actually have my cold piss. Okay, well, basically, I think I think the manager also qualifies as a two point five. Then, um, I, and yeah. I think that 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 the manager he needs. I think Arteta also need that needs to be said. I think that um, I think that he he could have done things slightly uh, differently. Is that are you playing around now, Paul? That's is that a new? I don't know who did going? that. I don't know who did oh, that. Oh, that was so cool. This was, is um, that Mark? Mark, have you disappeared? Ah, no, he's there. I think are Facebook may have, I think Facebook may have disappeared at some point. Ah, are you muted, sure Mark? Yeah, sorry, lad. I was I was trying to I was trying to show the picture of the ninetieth no the ninety second okay, pr- minute. Show me again. I'll edit. Uh, how do I? I yeah. I don't just know go share. Do just go share on the, at the bottom. Can you do share plus? Is that it? Okay, and then I'll add it to the screen. Yeah. There you go. That 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 is that's the ninety second fucking minute, right? When we've got the ball, yeah. And mm-hmm. and from here, yeah, we can see the throw and then the corner, right? Fuck. What what kind of a football team, yeah, defending the lead ends up doing that from this position? Yeah, apparently Xhaka had a right. Xhaka went mental, saying, "Why did you go back?" Because Cedric turns back and goes back to Gabriel, who then you know takes a shitty touch and shanks it for a throw. But it's like, what? Why? Why is he coaching these guys? That you know, you're not going to take that forward a little bit and then knock it long up the line to Martinelli to take in the channel. I don't. Yeah, I there, fucking. I just. I do not understand. There, understand. there was no reason for that, really, was there? It was None. just. It's really shoddy game management, and I feel like um, like. Sorry. You know, like no no no, it's, no 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 that's a good point. Well no no and and uh, graphics like that are critical. I, the, I, one then one then also assumes, Gav, that uh, nobody uh, qualifies to be anywhere near man of the match. Then uh, I'd actually hate to pick one. To be fair, uh, I would say Pepe just for the fact that he scored. He had one chance and he scored. So for me, it's it's Pepe. Okay. Okay. Paul. Yours? I'd say I'd Brazil? say Aziz. I'd say Aziz, 
I thought he was great. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves it. He's he's been you know, he's he's a hail boy, hail end boy. So um, yeah, I give it to Aziz. Uh, Mark, are you going? You're not. Are you going to weigh in on this one? What was this man the best best player? Who was the well, least I, shit? I, I, yes. I, well, I actually thought Holding did reasonably well from an offensive point of view. He was very uh, offensive. Offensively, in the first <laughs> half, he, he actually did, did quite well. You know, he played I the one so good too. ball through to, I think, Bellerin, and then he actually put in a decent cross that Lacazette yawned at um so i think he did okay and you wouldn't consider that he kind of really fucked anything up in defense so i'll probably allow holding to live until next week and i'm going <laughs> to stalk and kill the others <laughs> I, I i i'm not going to give anybody man of the match but I, I i did enjoy the the amount of energy uh that uh in the 10 minutes that El Nini brought on and strangely enough he didn't do his sideways backwards thing he did the whole charge forward um every single time which was uh, quite refreshing um which i which was quite pleasing so we're in we're we're in a, here's we're a in good question here's a good yes. question this barry wickings says has, has arteta arteta lost the dressing room has arteta lost the dressing room yeah the problem is is arteta was before we come to us a very very good player a very intelligent player uh a very skillful player and a very very good attacking midfielder obviously you know we saw none of that at ours let's be honest but he's got a very very good intelligent football brain and he expects those around him to be as good as him so if we go to a formula one to formula one terms this is like putting Lewis Hamilton in a uh, in a Pinto and expecting him to win a Grand Prix. Now, Arteta's got to make the decision at the moment whether he's going to stick to his principles and demand excellence every game or he's going to lower his standards to the shit that we've got and try and mould them into a decent team. And that's the conundrum that he's got as a manager because there's no doubt in whatsoever that, yeah, he, you know, you try stuff, you can, you know, everybody gets frustrated about the starting 11, but we will do it at the moment because we haven't got, you know, 11 world-class players sitting in the team. Consistent and, players, really, more than anything. Yeah, do you, but like I say, and, and we all moan about his substitutions where he's trying to change it after the players that he's put in have let him down. And let's be honest, a lot of the players let him down. But the like I say, the problem that Arteta's got really is his tactics and his strategy is too intelligent and too good for the players that we've got. So that that's his choice. That's his choice, really. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It, is he going to play to the strength of the squad that we've currently got? Or is he going to play to the strengths of how he wants the game played? Did, did you guys see actually... Um, I mean, here's a question which is kind of follows on from this. Did you actually notice a game plan this evening? Or did you see a game plan in the Liverpool game? Because then you've got to ask the question, what the hell's the game plan going to be this weekend? But did, was there a game plan? I think, the... yeah, to, to put 11 people on the field at the right time and to play 
you know, have 11 uh, people finish. <laughs> yes. But can I just say, Gav, that um, the Red Bull Pinto team is probably my favorite Formula One team at the moment. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm, I'm all Lewis Ham- all about the Lewis Hamilton this year, mate. Yeah, even all even if he Lewis was Hamilton. in the Red Bull Pinto Pinto team. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's just how it is. I mean, like I say, it's you. Could, we we can argue all day about tactics, formations, blah blah blah. But the fact is, he's you know, since we moved away from our home and moved into that bowl, we've. The squad has just gone down, 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 down. And there's been some very, very bad, expensive mistakes that have happened along the years. And this is where we are because of an accumulation of errors. That's basically it's almost like we've got a shit 10. owner, right? <laughs> well, I mean, have we got an owner? Have we really got one? And if we're talking, and if we want to go there, uh, Mr. Vinay. And whatever you, however you pronounce your surname, my apologies. You're a thief, mate. Anyway, go on, carry on. Here's a good, another good question. Oh, you look almost, at this one. Mark, Mark, no, look at me. Mark's busy joking. Al- Thanks, Gav. Alleged, allegedly, Gav. <coughs> allegedly, we we will add allegedly for legal reasons, Gav. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, he meant. Yeah, he meant that okay, completely well, figuratively, well, right? Like Ozil was nicking no, living, actually, in that sense. No, I, yeah. I, well, apart from the fact I did actually email Vinay and told him that to his to his own email address, so oh, slander <laughs> libel or libel to slander. Good work, Gary. Well, it's not. It, well, it's not really. It's not really because he he did actually steal money off me. I feel. I okay. think I'll. I think I I'll. I think I'll, I think I'll probably win. If we went to court, I'd you, probably win. You, the silver members that you are referring to, I believe, and the Reds have all been well and truly stitched up by the club. I agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, anyway, I'm silver, so yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, so Vinay, Vinay Johnson of Barnsley, <laughs> consider yourself warned. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's try and wrap it up if we should could. Um, mm-hmm. Where to from here? I mean, um, what the hell well, let, are we going to do? Let's just talk about that, I guess. Um, yeah. Because, I yes, would, uh, because well, we got what? Is it Sheffield United away Sunday night? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's that last kickoff at seven. I think seven yeah. UK time. Yeah. Mark, send are you sure reserves. about that? Maybe we should send. Maybe we should send this team and play the reserves next week. I mean, yeah, there were a, there were definitely a couple of players tonight who should play on uh, Sunday as fucking pennants. Basically, you know, uh, and yeah. I hope that when they do, that uh, that uh, Saka will put drawing pins in their boots and itching powder in their jock strap, so just to fucking really make it worthwhile. But some of them should be sent and then just play the kids. What? 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 It doesn't matter, does it? Who gives a fuck? You know, it doesn't matter. Just play the kids. Give Aziz a chance. Yeah. Give uh, give that other kid the the got on the bench tonight. Give Florida Flores. What's his name? Lopez. Give Lopez a. Give Lopez a game at left back. Play Chambers at right back. Play or play Chambers at centre. Play, play, play all the kids. Give Arteta a game. Yeah. I won't Don't go that play far. anyone. Don't play <laughs> anyone. He intends to play next Thursday because yes, we can win that game, but it would be better if we weren't getting playing on Sunday night and getting kicked to fuck by Sheffield four days before it. 
They don't again, care though. They're, they're they're relegated, so they don't care either. It could be, it could be the it, I said that game could be nil nil or five all because nobody and really cares. They're Northerners, mate. But, yeah, they're not gonna. They're not if they're going down. They want to take take make the most of their last up. chance to kick mm. the Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I, go, I go with I go with Arnie. I think Arnie's right. I think we should play the women's team. Oh hell yes! Not, not against the, not against them. Let me just be clear. I don't think if we played against our own women's team, we'd definitely lose. But we should play our women's team probably against Sheffield and and Prague. In fact, play them against both teams at once. That's what I think. But but let's okay. Let, let, let's let's do this. Um, if we let's say next week we we win. Is this team and are our tactics and everything else good enough to actually get to the final ultimately and then even to potentially win it? Because if I have to look yeah. at what I was seeing last night on, on in Champions League stuff and if I look at um, the team that, that I love and support and, and were to put them up, uh, I think a lot of people have said this and there's also been comments on it uh, in the comment section. Um, it, it, I think that uh, we would be planted playing PSG or Real Madrid or even Barcelona or anybody else for that matter. Of course we would. But I mean, the, the thing is, though, if you look if you look at the league table, Man City aside, we've turned over everybody above us. We've beaten every, everybody else above us all year. So it's not that they haven't got the performances in, they just haven't got the consistent performances in. And... Now, I'm I'm going. I actually completely agree with Mark against Sheffield United. It's it's literally pointless. Do you know what I mean? I'd even give the reserve keeper uh, Ryan a shot in goal. It's yes. It's, com- it's, com- it's yeah. completely it's completely pointless playing any key players in in this game on Sunday. Completely pointless. I think he, he, we win. I don't think we we move beyond t- uh, tenth anyway with Villa with uh, above us and with the game in hand still. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's pointless. It's pointless. Yeah. And what what obviously does piss me off is the fact that he rested a load of players for you know the FA Cup game which we lost. Ironically, two of them got injured in training before the next game. So I'm, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, we should have just gone. He should have gone all out for the FA Cup and all out for the Europa. A lot sooner than he did, but he's a young man. He's a young young manager. He's learning on the job. Can I just Dave, say that I'm Dave. sick? Sick. Go on. Sorry. Go. On. No, yeah, no, go you, for it. Go for it. No, no. All, I'm, all cha- I'm changing tack. You go, Mark. Yeah. He's a I'm young off. young coach. That doesn't necessarily make him a young young manager, mate. They are two very different things, and I think that, mm. that, that him getting made manager. Out of the blue, for no reason, you know, most people seem to think it was a bit of a dig at Edu for, for Arteta to be made the manager and to rein Edu in a bit. But yeah, he's a, he's a coach. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a good manager because the two things are not always guaranteed. That's the only thing I was going to say. No, That's no, and I agree with you. I think, Mark. I think a young manager, it's actually harder because, I mean, Arteta's played with some of the players that he's had to manage, you know, or against them. And um, I think that's always tough, you know, it's just, um, you know, because you can't command respect, you've got to deserve it. And it's, it's it, but that goes to my point, what I was about to say, that I'm sick to fucking death of this pandemic. I'm sick of what it's Her. done to football. No, seriously. I mean, it's just no, like we, we're having a shit time as Arsenal. But I mean, like every other team, my brother's a Liverpool supporter. I can't help that. It's, you know, it is what it is. 
but I mean, if you think what they've, yeah, but if you think of where they've gone to from being a f- fucking world beaters and Champions League winners a year ago, you know, to to being kind of where they are right now, you know, every every team ha- has this, you know. We've been. This, that's the thing. We've we've been. You know, I mean, we've all, we're all old enough to have seen worse teams, and we're all old enough to have seen teams that were, you know absolutely dire do you know what I mean you know we're probably all old enough to have gone over Highbury and there was 22 24,000 over there because we were just not in a shop of actually anything but it's not why we moved to that expensive bowl and you know the long and the short of it is that the, the owner of the football club doesn't actually care as long as he's getting everything paid for I mean, he's got no means and no impulse to actually invest in the club. And he's had a succession of people of who's left to run the club that just wasn't up to the task. I mean, we're coming back to, you know, Gazidis. Uh, you know, like I say, all right, nobody knew what he did. But at least he worked like Vinay, because we all know he's a silver money thief. Vinay Johnson, um, we might just say yeah, from Barnsley. From Portsmouth. We talked Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was the same. It was the same. It was the same with Wenger. Do you know what I mean? He let Wenger carry on mile, oh, five, six years too long, and making mistakes. The year, the transfer year that we only signed Czech in the summer. Oh my god! And we had and we had shed loads of money in the bank. And the we actually paid because of the amount of cash we had in the bank. We had to the club had to pay ten million pound in tax, right? Which at that point would have bought a player. And the season after was when the new Premier League money come in, so player values doubled. So do you know what I mean he's had absolute morons running the club for so long. And like I say, from the how the club have behaved this summer, the fact that so many. Uh, people that were lifelong supporters have been uh, forced to take redundancy and early redundancy and stuff like that. And the fact that they wanted to get rid of the supporters liaison officer before all the overseas supporters kicked up such a fuss. And another one, how is it that overseas supporters get their own way? But the, you know, the, the, you know, the London supporters and the supporters that have been going all their lives and the supporters that have got like 14 plus years worth of continued membership as silver members get kicked in the teeth. But yeah, I could moan all day about the club. I really could. But like I say, we are where we are. We are where we are because the owner's a fucking prick. I think right, well, right. there is. I think that that's 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 a sep- that's a that's a separate argument altogether, Gav. That would probably make a very good podcast on its own. Absolutely, is to say where where where, it, where is this this circle? And at the top of the circle is Cronky, and at the bottom of the circle is like you know the manager and the players. And you you kind of have to you run around this circle and say, well, okay, where where is the problem? Is the problem that it's the manager and the players because they're shit, or is the problem that it's Cronky because? He keeps appointing the shit managers who buy the shit players. You know, it's it really is. Cronky has released. Don't get me wrong. I detest Stan Cronky with a vengeance. Wish he would sell up to someone else. I'd quite happily have him sell up to uh, anyone who would give us shed loads of money so we could get back to where we are because that's what it's needed. But 
Jeff um, Bezos. He has released. He, yeah, thank you. He would do. He's released. He's released um, all the funds that the clubs. Amazon have. FC. He he has released plenty of money from Arsenal profits, none of his own, not a single penny ever of his own. He's released plenty of money from Arsenal's profits and allowed it to be spent. Now the fact that that's been spent so horrendously badly for a long period of time, you know, is that the fault of the people that we that that that. that uh, we're doing it, or is it actually? Does the fault lie with Kroenke because he keeps giving that responsibility and allowing that leeway to these people? So therefore, it's his fault. But as it's I said, I think that's that's a just, massive, massive just, discussion for another day. Unless you yeah, want to no, work it, it now. Yeah. Oh well. I'll, and in hour two, please <laughs> watch. No, 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 no. I'm happy, I'm happy for this. I'm listen. I'm a I'm a weekend you Two minutes. <laughs> Red card, Gav, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the mute button here, but I'm going to switch you off. No, no, Gav, that's a great argument, and it's definitely something that's let's have that in the next hour. I was just talking about, like, in the pandemic, uh-huh. how erratic everybody is. Like, Arsenal has its issues. We've got this twant of an owner and all of that other stuff. We've got alleged thieves, you know, running, running it and all that kind of stuff. But um, I'm just saying, from a season point of view, the the just everything is so upside down. I mean, like fucking away doesn't mean you know uh, difficult anymore. People are winning more games away than at home. Um, teams that are generally have been quite good have just you know be- become utter shite overnight. I think this I, pandemic is just. I, I don't think I've had the enough. football has been. I don't think the football's been great either. There've been select games that you watch. But I think the lack of fans in the stadium to either chastise your own team when they're underperforming, as as we have legacy of, and we can do that quite well as Arsenal fans, um, but also to encourage. I think the the lack of that uh, makes this whole Mr. Plod thing happen uh, with the players, where they don't uh, aren't consistent, and they can come on and have a great game, and then the next time they get selected. Literally a couple of days later, they absolute horse manure, you know. So it's that's, it's, that's, it's that's a yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, that, that's a bangyang. To be fair, a bangyang is he's like a he's like a peacock, isn't he? He wants mm-hmm. to strut around. Looking but if you can't strut, how do you and, get your rocks off? And and, and, and getting the adulation exactly. He's not getting the adulation. Look at him now. He's trying that's, to resemble like a charred octopus or something. I don't know what that thing is all about. But, but by um, the way, we we didn't even talk about Quasimodo in in their goal. By the way, what was with the, the what was with all of this thing in the face? He just wanted to. Short of he just thought Aubameyang. He thought Aubameyang was going to score and pull out the Black Panther mask, and he thought he just upended and <laughs> the whole racism thing. He went blackface, basically. It seemed you know, and got away with it. What can you do? Um, okay, I don't know. Gentlemen, shall we call a, time, or or, or, yes. should, or can we carry on? Or should we go into like discussing the the, the benefits of having an absentee owner? And I think, I, I quite, think I mean, as I said, I think it's a it's a discussion. It's a bigger a bigger yeah. discussion to be had, and maybe maybe it's one that needs to to wait until possibly the end of the season. The season, yeah. the end of the pandemic, I think. Uh, look, the one, the one, uh, just the, the one chirp I will make about uh, the owners and whatever else. Say what you want about the the, the guys down the road, the blue, the blue, the blue people, um, but their owner is ruthless. Non-performance 
by uh, the coaching staff or the managers and whatever else. And hasta la vista, you're gone, you know. Um, and and say what you want. They've at least through that process, uh, being that ruthless and so demanding, um, they've at least delivered some results over over a period of time. Um, so I think that could be a very very good discussion end of season. Do you think uh, they'll fire it? Thomas Tuchel because of the five two loss to West Brom? Because that would no. be super like in touch ownership. No. It's like no, 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 you, no, 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 you won no, six no, in a row, but now you're out of here. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That'd be funny. We can only no. wish, right? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us, and uh, it was it was a, a, a fun, serious discussion. We look uh, to the second leg next week, hopefully with. Um, um, with as Mark predicted, uh, that we absolutely uh, walk all over them. Um, in the meantime, uh, enjoy the women's team. Vivian Miedema will be scoring at least a hat trick against uh, uh, Sheffield on on Sunday at seven o'clock. Thank you. Thank you, and good night to Paul in Durban. Thanks for having us. In your house and uh, the magnificent mark <laughs> I, i'm gonna say it again because you know it's uh, it was relevant thanks for joining thank you. cheers olaf it's a pleasure and Gav, you glorious passionate thing have a great evening and uh, and um, you must let us know what flavor uh, you were smoking there in the background quietly oh oh yeah no it was the uh black black current black current uh yeah it's black current and it's no it's actually lemon and lime Lemon and lime, warm, dime, diamond mix. Uh, I, hope yeah. I hope you had some tequila Cause it, with that, bud. Because it all tastes, it all just tastes the same anyway. Do you know I mean, it's all same. It all tastes the same. But they had yellow, flavor. yellow flavor. <laughs> it was. I'm glad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we could end on a laugh, gentlemen. Thank you. I know it was a serious night. Some good serious points that were raised and needed to be raised. And again, thank you to everybody for engaging with us. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks for joining us on the Gunnerstown pub. Up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal.